Welcome to Scars to Stars, where conversations and personal stories let us know we are not alone. In this show, you will meet authors and speakers from our books and events as they share vulnerable personal stories to spread hope and inspire you through adversities in your own life. The world is a difficult place. You will find like-minded people here with kind hearts and supportive souls. I am your host, Dina Brown Mitchell. I am a suicide survivor and the founder of the Realize Foundation. I am so glad you are here. Let's dig into this meaningful conversation. Hello there, Realize Foundation family. I'm here today with Dan, who is our president of the board. And I just wanted everybody to get to meet him if you haven't before, because he has been my support since day one. He's been at every event we've done. He started at our very first summit in 2021. I think it was March of 2021. And so I just appreciate Dan so much and his support and his um, involvement in what we do here. And so I want Dan to have a few minutes to tell you about himself and and what he does when he's not working with us. So welcome, Dan. Thank you, Dana, and thank you for the kind words. I had been a serial entrepreneur for over 40 years. Prior to that, I was with Corporate America for 10. So I have extensive business background. And for the last few years, I've been coaching entrepreneurs. I love entrepreneurship. I love, admire, and respect those who are willing to take the path to being an entrepreneur. And I've learned that the experiences I've had, from which I've learned, good ones and bad ones, are valuable to other people. So I started coaching entrepreneurs a few years ago. Initially, I began coaching on core values and corporate culture and the value that brings to an organization and the problems an organization has without that. I got into teaching introverts who don't believe they can sell to be outstanding salespeople by using traits that we share as introverts as our superpowers. We often think that as introverts, we need to try and sell like extroverts. It doesn't work. It's embarrassing, uncomfortable, and typically not successful. But introverts, according to Matthew Pollard, can be more successful salespeople than extroverts. And it's true. So I teach introverts in my cell bootcamp how to use those superpowers to become outstanding salespeople. Recently, I partnered with Eric O'Leary, who was my, and still is my social media coach, to do done-for-you social media work. And I've been extensively involved with the use of AI to help businesses learn more about themselves, their market, and every kind of aspect of business, because AI is an incredible resource that I use in everything I do now. Thanks, Dan. That's awesome. I I mean, people who know me know I similarly have a coaching business, and I think that what Dan is doing is awesome because all of us have a different spin on everything we do. And so even if we're all co- talking to entrepreneurs, there's a very unique value in what Dan does for introverts and selling, although he can teach all kinds of things. So <laughs> um, I want to talk about 
how you get involved in the Realize Foundation. And I know I said you've been at all of our events from the beginning, but I would like you to tell from your perspective how you got involved and and why. Well, you and I met, Dina, right about the time you were forming the Realize Foundation. I didn't know that much about you, but as I became more knowledgeable on your background and your story, your story about having woken up in the hospital one time crying because your most recent attempt at suicide had not worked, that just touched me at every molecule in my body. When I realized subsequent to that, 22 years later, you still hadn't spoken to anyone about it and then lost a very dear friend who took his life and you reflected back asking yourself, what would have happened? And I actually been open about it. Might I have helped him make a different decision? That touched me even more. And then you started the Realize Foundation. I am overcome with the number of suicides in this country, probably in the world. Amazed that the young people who decide that taking their own life is the best alternative. It's astonishing to me and horrifying. And our daughter, one of our daughters, has lost four friends to suicide. That was just 20 years ago, at which time she was 30. So the horror of that option and the proclivity of young people to think that that is the best option, coupled with what you had gone through and what prompted you to start the Realize Foundation to provide conversations around the subject, to come at this issue from a different perspective by enabling people who might be in that state of mind mm -hmm. to read about or listen to stories of others who have been on the brink and backed off and have become incredible producers and incredible beneficial people who are beneficial to society. Hopefully, that will touch people who are in that state. And in addition, the Realize Foundation helps people who might be interacting with someone who they fear might having suicidal thoughts to help them understand how to engage those people so that perhaps they can prevent one of those tragedies from happening. Those are the things that compelled me to get involved with the Realize Foundation and continue to compel me. Well, thank you, Dan. I think it's it's really important that people understand that we're not um, we're not licensed therapists or doctors or anything like that, but we have lived experience and we have just a passion for helping people know that number one, they're not alone, and number two, there's hope in whatever situation they're in. And that that brings me to just mention the hope course that we have. It's four short videos on our website that tell people how to start the conversation about suicide. So H is like, how do we, how do we talk about it? And O is own your self-care and learning how to take better care of yourself and what helps you with your anxiety or depression or addiction or whatever it is. And also P is protect your mind. And that talks about really who are the people you're spending the most time with? Because the five people you spend the most time with have a major influence on your life and your situation. And then E is enjoy the little things. And that's where we talk about gratitude and how we can 
have grateful practices around things that we are thankful for that can help us also help our brain process things in a different way. And so those are the those are really the main things that we talk about at the Realize Foundation and how we can help people. And then we started, you know, in the beginning, we did these virtual summits where people would tell about their story live on, a, on an event. And then that's what turned into our Scars to Stars books. And then this podcast. <laughs> so it was kind of a, um, a revolutionary, you know, process to get where we are now. But I think it's just, it's most important to me that people know they're not alone in whatever they're going through. And when Dan said I was quiet for 23 years about my own attempt, it's because I didn't think it was okay to talk about it. And I think that's the the biggest message we can give is that it's crucial to talk about it. And our community is a place where anybody can come and talk about anything they want. Because I think that all the all the struggles we have in life, all of those collectively are what get us to suicidal ideation. And if we can, if we can help with the struggles by having a conversation with someone else who's been in one of those struggles similar to yours, and we can help you with at that point before you get to the suicidal ideation, that is really our mission. And I think, you know, it's it's easy to say it's about suicide prevention, but there's so many different ways to approach that. And I think that ours is a little different and unique. And so I'm super excited about how we can help people. And it's not, you don't have to pay for therapy. You don't have to go to a doctor to have a conversation that could change your life. And some of those conversations changed mine. So I know it happens and I've seen it happen with other people. I've seen people just read a chapter in our book and tell me how much it changed their life. Just because they saw, they read the details of something that someone else was going through that was similar to what they're experiencing. And it's just, it's, it's so impactful when we share our own struggles. And I know it's not fun sometimes to share our struggles. But it's, it will help others. And in the process, it will also help you. And so Dan even wrote a chapter in our first book. And I don't know, you want to talk about that a little bit, Dan, about your chapter? I will. Every, but before I do that, I want to make a point. Your point about us not being licensed, of course we're not. But it's interesting. I've spoken to a couple of people who are seeing psychiatric professional help and find that that's a structured process that they don't feel helps them as much as they had hoped, not denigrating it at all, certainly not recommending against it, but just the ability to talk to someone who's more or less a peer, someone who has had those experiences, or as in my case, I've been blessed, I haven't, but I've certainly spent time with you and others to appreciate the nature of the problem Sometimes just having a friend, someone who, as you say, we're not alone, someone you can just talk to and have a conversation with, is a different approach and often very satisfying in its ability to get to the heart of what's on your mind without the structured kind of process that you would go through with professional health. So just, I just had to emphasize that point. I'm 
not, not in a way not embarrassed when I talk about my chapter in the book, but I think there were 20 authors. 19 of them had gone through some horrible, horrible, horrible life issues. I mean, horrible. And got to the point in many cases where suicide was on the agenda and they backed off of it for whatever reason and went on to do these amazing things where they learned from their experiences to become incredible human beings and coaches and support people for others who are in need. My story wasn't about that. I've really been blessed. I met my wife in high school. We've been married 57 years. We didn't get married till after college. So I've known her 63, 64 years. And every day is a blessing. I've had issues in business, plenty of those as an entrepreneur, but I always had support. So I, I don't put myself in the same class as the other authors who wrote in that book. But you urged me to tell the story. And I think it's a very important story because the, the, the title or the first sentence in A Tale of Two Cities is, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Well, the title of my chapter is, it was the worst of times, it was the best of times. I was in this particular company, had gone through a horrible period where we built an incredible software product in a year, went from zero to 100%, brilliant job, brilliant product, brilliant documentation. The go-to-market strategy just was ahead of its time, and nobody wanted the product at that time. Years later, it became the foundation of data warehousing, which is now at the heart of every major databases. But we laid off 23 out of 28 people one horrible day, and I was miserable for weeks. Worst entrepreneurial life experience I've ever had. Are you feeling alone, lacking hope and unsure of the future? So many people are feeling the same way. How could you not after an unprecedented lockdown of the entire globe? The fallout has changed the normalcy we all knew. It's hard when you feel lost, and even harder when you're scared to talk about it. We are here to help. At the Realize Foundation, we provide peer-to-peer -peer support through conversations, community, and personal stories. It is our mission to spread hope and let you know that you are not alone. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to become part of our membership community to get the peer-to-peer -peer support you need. Learn more at the call to action link for Scars to Stars membership. I look forward to seeing you in our community of kind souls. We went for years trying to rebuild the company. My family had, we have three daughters, or three daughters, my wife and I lived in an upper middle class neighborhood, but we didn't have any money. We had the car repossessed from the garage one day on Thanksgiving. Interesting day. I got it back because I've always been pretty clever about finding ways. Mm -hmm. Other things that are normal to so many people, like hand-me-down clothes, just weren't normal for us. But all the girls who were approaching teenagers or were teenagers did that. The school, the middle school and the high school that our daughters went to was fed by other way more affluent neighborhoods. 
So the people in that parking lot were driving, believe me, Audis, Mercedes. It was crazy. We had a car that was so bad our younger daughter wouldn't even drive it. She said she'd rather walk to work, being the uh, humble, non-pretentious um, child she was at the time. Anyway, she's turned out to be amazing. But we've been years into that, and my mom and dad's money, my in-laws' money was all to the extent they could afford it in the company. We had all their support. And we were having brunch, my mom, my wife and I and our three daughters with my mom and dad. And my mom asked what I paraphrased to be the, have you thought about getting a real job lately question? And she didn't say it that way. It was very kind. And she was concerned about me and the kids and Sherry. And I thought about that for some number of seconds, during which time all three of our daughters, who at that age were probably 13 to 70, all said no. They didn't want me to do that. And that stunned me, stunned me, because I was traumatized by the impact my choices had had on them. And I went to each of them after the brunch and asked them what prompted them to say that. And they all said basically the same thing. But our youngest daughter, the one that was sort of pretentious in high school, wanted to be with the cool kids, had the most unbelievable comment when I asked her why she had said that. She said, Dad, when you started Main State, you had a dream, and if you took a real job, you'd never have the chance to make that dream come true. I never get through this without crying, and I would never want that to happen to you. And I realized at that moment that those five years that I thought were the worst I could ever impose upon my family had been the very best, because our kids had learned what it's like to care about somebody more than yourself. It also taught them that they could survive in difficult difficult financial times that many kids in that generation and in the younger generation can't or don't believe they can. And our kids wouldn't have had the opportunity had I not been forced into that situation because I would probably given them to the extent we could. And those two lessons are life lessons that are phenomenal and frankly relates to the Realize Foundation because if people understood how important they are to other people, if teenage kids could cope with issues more along the lines of what our daughters had gone through, if all of these things could be done and the Realize Foundation helps create conversations around that, I believe we would reduce suicide ideation and people taking their own lives to a great extent. So I guess the story relates to our mission at Realize Foundation, despite the fact that I didn't have to go through the horrible traumas other people who've written during the, in that volume one or volume two or three have gone through. Well, thank you, Dan, for sharing that. And I'm glad you wrote the story, and I've told you this before, but I think that your story is just as important as the rest of them because a lot of people who get to that suicidal ideation phase has to do with financial stress. And that is what you wrote about. And maybe they have a different financial situation than you're describing, but financial stress causes lots of problems with marriages and relationships and, you know, not feeling enough and not good enough and all that. So I think it's, it's very, it's a very good story to be in the book because I've been through that myself, you know, 
as an entrepreneur when, you know, you're starting a business and everybody in your life is supporting you and you may or may not hold up your end of the bargain. And so whether it's whether it's a business owner or whether it's someone who has a job that's just not making ends meet or whatever it is, it, it definitely is a valid topic for what we're doing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, you're right. As, as I think about it, I remember waking up in the middle of the night in the midst of that and Sherry would say, Dan, it's three in the morning. There's nobody to call. But I was in despair. I never reached the point. I mean, suicide passed through my mind from one end to the other in a millisecond, but I never focused on it. I never contemplated it very much. But I understand how that state of affairs could definitely lead someone to that position, that thought process. Absolutely. Well, I think we should um, maybe talk a little bit about what's going to be new soon. And I think I want to, we haven't really announced this yet, but I think on March 30th of 2024 is our fourth anniversary. And we've been having meetings to talk about how we're going to celebrate that. So look for more news coming out. And then we're going to do one book this year. And it's going to come out in September for Suicide Prevention Month. We're going to start that in July. So if anyone's watching this or listening to this and you want to think about writing your story in one of our books, or if you just want to talk to me about what that looks like, reach out and say hi, comment below, you know, comment on any video. We have a Facebook group that's private. It's called Scars to Stars Live. And anybody can ask to join that if you're interested in joining our community. And so I would love to see you around. This will be on the podcast in a few weeks. So there is a official podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts called Scars to Stars. And there's also our books are on Amazon. So Scars to Stars, Volume 1, 2, and 3, all bestsellers on Amazon. And you can find those and grab one of those and read some stories and see what, what you like, what pertains to you, what you relate to. And I've had a lot of people buy a book and read it and then share it, you know, share it with someone else because um, we even have a page in the front of the last book that says, you know, write your name or your note here for the next person who might read this book. You know, I'm the, I'm the kind of person who I get a book, I want to keep it forever, but some people want to read it and, and pass it on. And so we, we set it up that way. Um, I, and I have to jump in for a second, Dina. We had a conversation earlier with one of the authors who has written in two of the books. And he was telling the story about how he was in the hospital and had the book with him and or had a couple of books and gave the book to a nurse. And he ended up back in the hospital a few months later and the nurses came to him and said, I remember you were the person who gave us scars to stars and apparently the book had passed around the various nurses in the hospital. And they remembered that he was the one who gave them the book and told him how it had inspired them. So it has had some very interesting travels um, from its original owner in many cases, that being one that's on my mind because of what we spoke of today. Yeah, it's true. I can't, I can't even count how many stories like that I've heard over the years, but it's it's hard to document them all because sometimes it's like, Oh, I gave a book to someone else and they gave it to someone else. And then I heard this, I got this text back about how it helped them. So it's, it's hard to track, but there are a lot of stories around 
how this has helped people or how it's helped them heal from something else in their life, maybe divorce or abuse of some kind. And they've read a story about healing from something like that. And it wasn't even about suicide. So there's, there's all kinds of adversity we all go through in life. And, and that's what it's all about is like, how do we know we're not alone in this adversity or obstacle that we're facing? And how can we be a community of people who support each other when we are going through something like that? So, Dan, do you have any last words? Well, only to honor you, Dina. Um, I just have to say, you, you're an amazing woman. Not only what you've gone through and how you enabled it to change your life for the good to help other people, but just the persistence and the dedication and the tenacity you've had in making this message more broad. Um, I admire and respect you and honor you for all that you've done for those who've read the books, listen to the podcasts, listen to the videos. It's a wonderful organization that you've founded, and I'm just honored to be able to work with someone like you with the class and characteristics that made this all possible. Thank you, Dan. You made me cry. <laughs> but no, I appreciate it. And I, I feel I feel similar about you because, you know, when I was starting all of this, you were super supportive. Even though we were we weren't officially in this organization together, but we were in a in a virtual group together and you were very supportive of what I was doing and I appreciate that. So for everyone listening, um, you can find our website at realizefoundation.org and you can find our books on Amazon if you search for Scars to Stars and they have the purple starry background. And also you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, or any other platform where you listen. So we hope to see you in our community. And again, the Facebook group is Scars to Stars Live. So just find it, ask to join, and we hope to see you there. Indeed we do. I'm so happy you joined us for this conversation. My wish is that you found comfort and hope in your own unique situation. If you resonated with our message, please head over to therealizedfoundation.org where you can apply to write your own story in one of our books. You can also download our 60 Ideas for Self-Care on the resources page. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, you are not alone, you are worthy, and you are enough.